Hey everybody, on the show today we have Carly Myers. As the founder of Work You Love, Carly is an expert at helping professionals who feel overworked, overwhelmed, or on the verge of burnout relieve the stress and build careers that allow them to find time for what's most important for them. I had a really good chat with Carly, and one of the things that she shared was that it was a traumatic event when she was 12 where she experienced PTSD that forced her to learn how to manage overwhelm and anxiety. And that's what's been able to help her help her clients do the same. Check it out. My name is Emmy Kirshner. I'm a serial entrepreneur and investor. The one thing that I get asked all the time is, how do you achieve success in business and make an impact? In each episode of the Tribe of Leaders podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs and visionaries who share how their leadership has changed not only their lives, but the lives of everybody around them. Hey, everybody. I'm Emmy Kirshner, and today I have the most astounding Carly Myers with us of Work You Love. And Carly, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about our conversation. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, Share with everybody a little bit about who you are and what makes you a rock star. Absolutely. So like Emmy said, I'm Carly Myers. I'm the founder of Work You Love. And what I do is I help people who are overworked, who are overwhelmed, who are on the verge of burnout, really relieve stress and think strategically about their next career moves. I, a little fun fact about me, I love dancing on hardwood floors and socks, so that'll give you my personality type there, too. But, um, <laughs> so you're sliding a little bit, right? Yeah, you do the slide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. A super fun fact. Share with people, too, because I get the, like, I'm working in corporate or I'm working in a job I've been in forever or I took a job, whatever their thing is, Right. And I feel overwhelmed and I don't know, and I want to do something differently and I don't know what that should be. Mm. Like what, where are people kind of at this point, like, come help me. And how do they, right. But, and then how are you able to help, you know, them find kind of the right path for them? So I'm sure it's different for everybody. Yeah. So a lot of people will come to me at the point where they're, they've had enough where the boss said something, the coworker did something, they just, they get sick, right? There's just something that like snaps internally within them. And they're like, I got to get out. A lot of people are, will come to me for the strategy side of things and then realize that there, there's a lot more to it than just, you know, putting, to, putting together your resume or your, your documents to get out. And so that's usually the tipping point. I'll, I'll talk to people who have had, they're in that corporate role And they'll say, I hear this time and time again, which is, I just fell into this line of work. It was the first job I got out of college. I got the experience and that I hated that job, but that experience led to another job with, you know, where that experience built on that. And, you know, 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, you're in an industry or in a position or in a, in a role that you didn't even want for yourself to be in with. So we have this kind of like quarter life and midlife crisis around our, our, our professional identity. And yeah, so what we do is, you know, my role is really in, first of all, getting us out of this like scarcity mindset and this headspace where our life is falling apart. And then we think about really like, what, what is your calling? What is your purpose? And those are two different things. So we sit down and we say, okay, at, at the end of the day, like, what is the core? What is the feeling that you want to feel? Mm-hmm. And we take that, that umbrella feeling, that feeling, and we use that as kind of the, 
the guidepost to get us to, well, I'm put on this earth to help women with stress, or I'm put on this earth to, you know, help with communication or whatever that more vague thing is. And then we figure out their calling. Yeah. Really help them gain clarity around what their purpose and their why is. And then is it identifying the feeling that they have currently that they don't want or what they do want? Like what they do want. So they're, so your quarters aren't feeling, um, we do reflect absolutely, but we, we really like to create a vision for the future. So when we think about our quarters are feeling, it's an umbrella feeling. It encompasses all of the beautiful states of mind that you would want to be in. Mm -hmm. So for instance, for me, my core desired feeling is expansiveness. What's great about it is that, that it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else, that word. But what it encompasses for me is the feeling that I get when I'm dancing on hardwood floors and socks. So the feeling that I get when my partner unlocks the dishwasher or the feeling that I get when a client gets you know, her dream job. You know, all of those different feelings. And so that's creating a, a vision of a trajectory of where you want to be. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I love that. Like I have three words from my year. And I know a lot of people have been kind of picking up on that one word thing. I'm curious too, because you said you use core desired feelings. So for me, that's a Danielle Laporte thing from the desire map. Have you read yeah. it? Yourself, or? Yeah. Her stuff is phenomenal. And it's definitely the inspiration for how I got to this place okay. to, to use that. Because it, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of us are unfulfilled because we're not in touch with our core values, our core desires and, that's kind of, yeah, that's exactly what yeah, I feel. <laughs> that's so awesome. Well, how did you come into this career? Like, was it a happy accident? What was the path of, of creating, you know, a place where you get to help make these really amazing transformations for people? Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting story. So I would have to like, we'll, we'll kind of rewind back to when I was young, when I was 12 years old, um, I experienced a trauma. So I struggled with PTSD for a really long time. And so I had to figure out ways to cope with that stress, with that anxiety, with the overwhelm. And how do I show up in my professional life, in my personal life, all the whole nine yards. And so growing up where I had to grow up very quickly and I had to deal with, you know, night terrors and overwhelm and all of that, that was a, a key start. And then you kind of fast forward to, you know, I went to college for art because for me, art creative stress reduction was the thing that worked getting into the into the workforce in arts administration and then I ended up being bullied in the workplace and so this combination of you know I know like I had to deal with overwhelm anxiety and like all growing up and then I had to deal with this in the workplace and to find that 70% of people are either disengaged or unhappy at work was just ridiculous to me so I decided that this was the path that I wanted to take I wanted to help people you know overwhelm was something that I was really good at handling and dealing with Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be able to help people who are going through rough times. Maybe they're in a toxic work environment. Help them get to the next to the next phase where they can overcome this and they can step into their calling and into their purpose. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. So, how do you help them lead? Because this is really a place like if you're, and it doesn't even matter where I think where you are in your career. But if you're unhappy in your job and you're not quite sure what to do, and they've taken the big step to work with you. They're really in a place, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but where they're ready to take a leadership role in their in their own lives by having some of the self-discovery. So what does that look like and, and how do you help them be a leader? Yeah, well, it's interesting because I think the first part where we talked earlier was is really about a reflection. Oftentimes, I'll have my clients kind of take the bird's eye view of their life and say, like, 
you know, this is the, this is my memoir. Like if this was my memoir, what, what, what would the chapter names be? What would the phases of my life be? And we look at, you know, the chapter that they're currently in when they meet me. And usually, you know, we name it. And usually it's something ridiculous. Like, you know, there's funny, some of my clients are funnier. They'll still name their chapters like stress and address. Um, or there'll be other, you know, other times where it's, um, just today I had a client name her, her chapter and hers was the small woman dealing with sexual harassment. Like we really sit and we look at what, like, where have we given our power away? Right. Where have we taken a, a passive role? Um, and so we name that. And then that really gets us clear. It gets us spicy. It gets us, you know, coming out with, you know, just with the motivation and the, the wherewithal. And then we think about, okay, we, we name our next chapter. And that really helps them say, oh, I'm the one who turns the page. I'm the author of this book. And, and then, of course, we have all sorts of different mindset exercises and, and work that we do to, step for, to help them step in and to understand their, their ability to be a leader. But that's, you know, that's a starting point is finding that, that fire. And also, quite frankly, even when I first started working with, with a coach of mine, when I started my business, borrowed, I borrowed some belief in my ability to be a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, there, were, there was you know, a mentor out there that believed in me and I had to borrow that. And that's what yeah. helped. One of the cool things about that, about having a, you know, a mentor or another coach is not only are they pushing you and kind of showing you the way, but they really force you in a good way, but to step up and into the leadership piece mm-hmm. um, even more. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's accountability. Yeah. So what were some of the things that you had to step into? Mm. There, have, there have been a lot of things that I've had to step into in my life. And is there anything specific in terms of, in terms of my business, in terms of um, that you're really looking for? No, just like what's, what's like the one thing that you think, you know, has really helped you transition into leading yourself, your business, the people you work with. Like for me, it, because I love doing strategy and planning, I really had to get good at the whole calendaring piece. And I'm far more creative despite having a logical side or analytical side. And I wanted this whole open day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Having my feet held to the fire about something that I really resisted. And I now am like so passionate that I like, you know, practically swinging from, you know, the trees about like, please just use your, your calendar. <laughs> Freedom is yeah. on the other side. So yeah. something like that, what would that be for you? That's interesting. Yeah. So I think, the the first thing that I was really resistant to when I first started my company and in, in stepping up and being a leader was admitting that I wasn't I wasn't a, a Jane of all trades, right? right? I didn't have the foundations of some of some of the business foundations that I needed. I needed someone like you, Emmy. And so for me, like a big step was admitting that. Like I don't have like I don't have all the knowledge, but I'm gonna take it, right? Just like you with the, with the calendar piece, you're like, I don't want to do this, but I know I need to do it. And so that was a huge piece for me to step into being the leader that I am is to say, you know, I don't know it all. And I'm going to go out and find the information that I need um, by hiring a coach, by hiring a, st- you know, a staff member, um, partnering with people, attending things. That was a huge stepping stone, uh, stepping point for me. Well, you know, I think that admitting piece is really big. Right, so it's so much easier to be like, I'm just gonna do it this way and stay in my my channel and my lane, and I know the way. But that's not where growth comes from, mm-hmm. right? And that first step of admittance is, yeah, 
Yeah. And this, it's funny this year, like I, I sit down every at, um, at the end or beginning of every year and I evaluate like what has the last year been for me? This year, I, I did an exercise. I did something a little different. I did the Mel Robbins Mindset Reset as a way at the beginning of that program. You kind of go through and you evaluate, you like rank things. For me, I, what's, I had to step into this year was when I looked and reflected on 2018, I realized there were some things that when I thought about them, like, like I sent out an email that I accidentally like, there was something wrong with it. I felt, I still like eight months later, later felt horrible about talking about admitting things. Like I, I had to admit to myself that I had done something like I had sent a crappy email and that was a huge stepping stone for me was to admit that like, I'm not perfect and I did something wrong and to create the, the stepping into being a leader was to, first of all, to come forth with that and also to say, well, what am I going to do with my team to make sure that this doesn't happen again? So uh, being a good leader is oftentimes really saying like, I'm not perfect you know, I've got flaws and yes, I've got flaws, but I'm, we're also not going to, we're not going to let them sit and be, we're going to work on them and we're going to do everything we can to, to step up. Do you find that like when you own your mistakes that it makes your team stronger too, because it gives them the opportunity to own their stuff and, and you can all work together to make whatever the thing that's not working better, or do you have a different perspective or? No, I think a hundred percent. I think that the more, I mean, the more human you are is the better, right? You're my, my team, you know, when I'm able to admit, like I made a mistake, they're, they're less afraid, first of all, to admit when they make one, but also they're also more willing to call me out. And quite frankly, we need that. We need our leaders to, to be able to handle feedback gracefully um, and take that in stride. And I think like for me, I've stripped, like really strived or I continue to strive to really have that relationship with my team for them to be able to say, Hey, you know, this thing that we're doing, I'm not really a fan of, or we should do it this way. Because at the end of the day, it's not about like, yes, I have the vision and I'm driving, but right. we're, we're a team and my team really understands like we're, we have a bigger mission that we, we need to, to support. Yeah. Well, and I think you can't get better and you can't, you can't drive your team if you're not allowing feedback. Because then you just have your blinders on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So what do you have new and exciting coming up over the next couple of months as you're like growing your business and what's some fun stuff for you that that will help the clients? Yeah, so um, I actually just a few months ago launched my Lunchtime Unwind program. So I'm so excited about that. And this is a program where we just meet via Zoom with a bunch of, I meet via Zoom with a bunch of my clients and we relax. We take, we actually take our lunch breaks um, and we take care of ourselves. And so I've been so excited about that program. Coming up, I've got my Stress Less Studio, which is an in-person four-week experience where we're, I'm teaching creative stress reduction for the, in-person for the first time. So I'm just so excited about that yeah. and getting that into the world. Yeah. I think that's going to be so helpful. Let's talk about stress for a few minutes because you know, I know from my health coaching days that stress is a cause of 90% of all, of all disease or illness and anything from colds to cancer. You know, I hear it from teenagers, you know, in high school to people who are ready to sell their businesses, how busy, overworked, overscheduled, stressed out they are. And um, for me, it's really concerning because you can't reach your potential if you're, if you're in that space. So yeah. 
you know, do you feel like it's an epidemic at this point? And what are some things we can do to kind of chill out and let go of some of that stress? Yeah, so I do think it's an epidemic. Um, what I also think is an epidemic is that we're viewing stress as a bad thing. Uh, I believe there's, I forget the, the name of the person who did the TED Talk, but um, she talks about how um, just the belief uh, that stress is bad for us causes more stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, in, in fact, actually stress, we hold it in our body in the exact same way as we hold excitement. And so um, it's the, the mindset piece around stress has been an epidemic and it's been, I mean, I've been um, a victim of getting sick from being stressed out, right? I think we all have. Um, and even, um, you know, I hear time and time again, people who will be stressed out and they'll snap at loved ones. Like they'll, they'll let the anger or the, the overwhelm or whatever get the best of them. And so it's not only affecting our health, but it's affecting our relationships and our quality of life in so many ways. And our productivity, our performance. Yeah. So, like it affects all areas of your business. Yeah. I mean, if we can't think clearly, we can't even show up to be the best version of ourselves. We won't be able to grow the business that we think, you know, that we've, we're destined to grow in the way that it should be grown, right? Like we won't be able to get emails out without errors, right? Simple yeah. things. Um, and so what, you know, I found to be really helpful in, um, are a few things. So the first, First few things are pretty common, right? So there's meditation. That's a huge factor in, in reducing stress. We hear it all the time. We know we should do it. Yeah. Yes. Um, another piece is um, journaling, specifically morning pages. Have you heard, have you heard of morning pages, Emmy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't do morning pages. I do journal pretty much every morning. But I, yeah. I'm the, just the free flow of morning pages um, I get into a routine by the time I'm there, but it's still, I think, very cathartic. And Yeah. Yeah. And so morning pages are really great. Um, I have clients that use them all the time because what, you you, what that is for like listeners who don't know what it is. Just yeah. So basically what you do is it's, it's, you sit down and it's stream of consciousness writing um, you, but you limit it to three pages. If you want to go above that, you can. Um, but really what you're doing is you're letting, um, you're letting that inner child go wild for a minute. So like if you wake up and you sit down to do your morning pages and you're, you know, angry that you had to, you know, get up at 6am to get to work or goodness, the kid did this or, you know, whatever, you're really just letting it all out. You're saying, you know, you're going through and you're like, why the, you know, heck do I have to do this? And you're just letting yourself um, in some instances complain or be sad or feel, just feel what you're feeling. And so oftentimes morning pages is about just being present with your emotions. Now, what, what's great about this three page, you know, goal is that usually by the end of the three pages, you've solved all your problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're worried about the fact that, you know, you had, you're, you're mad because you had to get up at 6am. Well, by the end of it, you're like, oh, well, maybe I should get to bed by, you know, 9pm. <laughs> right. You're, then you're, you know, creating systems. I know for me, or, you know, figuring out a different work schedule with your, you know, however that works. But you're, you're really letting the emotions have space so that you can, so that they can flow through you and not be trapped in you. Okay. And then addressing those. So um, journaling and morning pages are great, which it sounds, Emmy, like you're doing stream of consciousness. So it's pretty much the same. It's a little more formulated, but yeah. 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 Um, lately. And if I'm doing like complete stream of conscious, there's no... <laughs> 
writing neatly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know, a great way to do morning pages and I've done it this way is to, um, is to do it via like in um, Evernote or like in on your computer in a word doc so that your fingers don't, you know, your hand doesn't cramp up. Um, But so journaling is another really great way to reduce stress. Um, Now, if you're like Dan Harris says, um, who is, he's a mindfulness expert. You know, if you're, a fidgety skeptic, like you can't sit down and you can't get yourself to, you know, you know, uh, breathe, listen to your breath and be quiet and, and, and really be present with your emotions or in that type of way. You know, I, what I found really helpful, especially when I was dealing with PTSD and I've seen this with my clients, is, you know, allow yourself to doodle, allow yourself to scribble, to draw, to, um, bake that cake. Like there are so many different, fix the motorcycle. There are lots of different things that um, we can be doing that are what I would consider creative stress reduction um, that let us be present with our feelings, emotions, um, but in a nonverbal way, in a non-linguistic right. way. Yeah. You know, and I like, I mean, you're suggesting all things that are kind of um, tactile and movement oriented, mm-hmm. um, which it, it does. I mean, I know it gets trapped in some, you know, we all, the first place you get it, it's like in your shoulders. Um, but it does allow you to release that physically, which I think sometimes is not that you don't want to not talk about it, but can be even more effective long term. Yeah. And what's interesting is that like, if you're, if you're in a work environment, um, just talking about your career here, like there are environments in which you have to be careful about what you say. It's the reality. And so sometimes you can't, um, you can't, uh, verbally process things with a coworker or a staff member um, uh, because it's just not appropriate. And so there are other ways in which, uh, I mean, this is why yoga has taken such, is so popular in these days because we're able to get, we're able to get this, this emotion, this overwhelm to just move through and out of our body. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, yeah, the shoulders, the eyebrows, the, um, you know, we're fe- a lot of us are feeling it in our backs. Yeah. We're able to, to move through that. Yeah, I love yoga. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't do it every day, but like a couple of times a week. And just, just the, from the stretching perspective of getting your body flowing and, and um, fluid is so helpful and relaxing and calming and doing the breathing with it. Yeah. And, you know, what's interesting is that like even like here's a simple exercise. Like if you're stressed out the other the other night um, to the, yeah, the other night I went to a friend's house for dinner and I wasn't able to just release the, the thoughts of, of the day. Um, and she had a bar stool that happened to swivel. And so, um, you know, her and I just sat there with our hands on the bar and just swiveled and got the fluids in our spine moving. Right. <laughs> and like, that's so goofy and silly, but it really helped us let go of our day and be able to be present with each other. And that's also just, yeah, that's so awesome. And, you know, I'm laughing because I have this obsession with, like, rolly chairs. And anytime I can, like, find a flat surface and have, like, chair races, yeah. so maybe that's my stress coming out. In a yeah. yeah, I love that. And that's the thing. There's this, like, the, the great thing about creative stress reduction is that it can be anything. Right. Like, so for you, it's, like, racing with the rolly chairs, and that's yeah. amazing. Um, and being fun. Like, it's the... You know, because there's, there's that laughter of I am doing something so completely ridiculous. Yeah. And, um, you know, I find, you know, you, there's also this like point where you have to show up and be yourself. Like I've 
found when I first started networking years ago, um, I would get like, and I'm an extrovert, so networking is not too hard for me, but I would get nervous. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I would just start conversations. Uh, like I would, I would start conversations and I would just move my arms and I'd be like, I'm sorry, but I'm so nervous. I got to get things flowing. And, you know, that seems weird and that seems quirky, but it helped. First of all, it helped me get back into my body and out of my head. And second of all, people would respond and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm so nervous too. Like, thank you. Icebreaker. Yeah. So, you know, being yourself can, can be an incredible icebreaker too with social anxiety. So, um, creative stress reduction can just show up anywhere and it allows you to just be you. I love it. I love it. That's so awesome. We've talked about so many things in creative time. So just kind of recapping too, like love the core desired feeling and really like figuring out, you know, what it is that you want to feel. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, the piece of really like admitting that you need help, that you don't always have the answers when you're wrong. Um, I mean, I think those are all characteristics of, you know, just moving into a place where you can really help people, you know, inspire, but become, you know, their best selves. And then the stress reduction is so key, like so key. Absolutely. You have something super cool to share with everybody. So do you mind, um, mind telling everybody what that is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Emmy and I were talking about, you know, what could I do for her community? What could I do for her tribe? And, um, you know, I think one of the, the, the keys that we talked about here was stress and what do we do with it? And so what I want to do is I want to offer um, everyone who's listening or watching um, to sign up for a complimentary stress-less clarity session with me so we can figure out what is your block? What's triggering your stress? We didn't even talk about that today. What's the cause and how can we address that? Yeah. Um, and create a plan for you to move forward so you don't have to live in this overwhelmed, stressed headspace. Um, and so, so what you can do is you can visit um, work, workyoulove.as.me slash strategy session. And we'll have the link in the show notes, everybody. So yeah. you, can, you can take advantage of that super easily. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. And share with everybody too how they can connect with you. Ah, yes. So you can find me just about anywhere on social at work you love now. Um, and that's you spelled um, Y-O-U, not the shortened version. You can find me um, at workyoulovenow.com. Pretty much anywhere work you love now, you can find me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate it. And um, I look forward to chatting with you again. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Awesome. Yeah. And everybody else, we will see you next week. So until then, enjoy and have an amazing day. Have you ever thought about those times when if you had just known that one thing, it would have saved you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, or maybe days, weeks, or even months of your time? I've created the Tribe of Leaders membership community for exactly that reason, to give you the tools, the resources, and the support to make growing your business a snap. As a member, you'll have access to video training, live monthly training in masterminds, and special co-working days that will help you run your business like the CEO that you are. You can get all the details at thetribeofleaders.com. See you there.